you are listening to the Wild Soul Podcast, a podcast for the wild ones. Join me, your host, Queen Namaste, as we embark on a journey to find our true north and our own unique path. From wild, inspired conversations to searching for life's hidden gems and meanings with a little dash of crazy in between. Because really, who doesn't want to dance to the beat of their own drum? What is going on, Soul Fam? Welcome to the Wild Soul Podcast. I am your host, Queen Namaste, and this is the podcast where we talk about all things wild. Nothing is left off the table. If you're new, welcome, and if you are not new, thank you for your support. I love you. Before we get into today's episode, if this resonates with you in any sort of way, please feel free to take a screenshot of this episode, tag it to your IG or whatever social media you use, and share it so people can meet my beautiful guests that I have. The privilege of talking to you today, Vika. She is an energy healer. She is a goddess. She is an astrology wizard, and we get right down and dirty. Happy Mercury retrograde, everybody. We talk about it all, and she does chart readings. So if you want to learn more about yourself, I highly recommend sliding into this girl's DMs. Let's get this interview started right away with Vika. <laughs> Welcome to the Wild Soul Podcast. I'm pumped that you're here. I'm so happy to be here. Yes. The first question I always ask my guests is who they are. So who is Vika? Okay. Mm. I was thinking about this this morning and I was like, I'm too many things, yet I'm not anything. Um, (laughs) I love that. Right? I'm like, I don't know what I am. Uh, Okay. So who am I? Um, I guess like to the core of me. I am this creature. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That is, I don't know if I'm human, but like who is very focused on, um, authenticity and transformation in this life. And I'm very raw and real and I can be, let's say provoking, but also, um, very full of life and like I feel like I'm a cosmic cheerleader (laughs) so Mm. I'm like this bag of excitement but depth and um I just I think I'm just here to help people kind of transmute the the darkness into light oh Perfect. So perfect. I love it. You're, I don't know what I am. I don't know what I am. A creature? A creature? (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) Right? That's so awesome. Um, Talk about more about cosmic cheerleader. What do you mean by that? Okay. So this is like, okay, so there's many points in my astrology that make me this way. And that's why I love astrology so much because it made me kind of understand why I am a cosmic cheerleader. So, um, like I have a lot of Leo in my chart and my Leo makes me like just really like get excited for people and want to like just push them up in this world. Like I just want to raise people up and make them feel good about themselves, empower themselves and like by help people find confidence, the confidence that I guess I wanted my whole life and faked for a long time. Um, and well, now you're the not, confidence you're not, is real. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm like, you're not faking it now. I'm like, no, this, this is confident. I love it. I love it. Now energy. it's very real. I'm, <laughs> thank you. Um, but for a long time, it wasn't. And uh, there was a lot of pain behind it. And so I have, I have healed that powerfully myself. So like um, in my astrology, there's 
I have three placements in my 11th house, which is our house of like um, organizations, groups, and friendships. And so it's like, this is this house where we actually uplift other people and um, make people rise. And we're just all working toward one goal in the 11th house. And I have my son, Mercury and Venus all there in Virgo. So it's like, the mix between my Leo-ness and my Virgo in the 11th house is like, all I want to do is like pick people up and make people see how amazing they are. That yeah. just, that gets me off. <laughs> that gets me up. That sounds so lovely. Like what a, what a, what a thing to feel. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. So you're just talking about houses and stuff. And this is why I'm really excited to have you on because I like, what's your rising sign again? I'm a Scorpio. You are too, right? I mean, sorry, not rising. What's your son? <laughs> My son is Virgo. Okay, Virgo. Okay, makes sense. Um, yes, but I'm also a Scorpio rising, which is cool. Um, but I'm a sun in Gemini, and basically, you know what we are. We're jack of all trades, master of none. So I know like a tiny bit of everything. So I was like scraping the surface of astrology. But when you say like houses and shit, like that's what I really want to learn. And I'm sure mm. maybe other people listening want to learn too. Like, I want to learn how to read a birth chart. Yes. And like all the houses and like, I don't, so you said 11th house. I don't even think I have anything in an 11th house. Like I'm looking at my chart on CoStar. Yeah. Do you have that? Okay. Our, um, I don't, I use um, astro.com. I feel like it's the most uh, uh, okay. correct. <laughs> and then I also use whole signs, which changes things a bit too. Um, Cause Placidus. So it's interesting the thought behind the, so when you go to sign in and you like make your birth chart, it will automatically put you into Placidus. Um, there is a theory behind Placidus that it was created by the Roman Catholic church to debunk astrology um, so that it makes all of your placements in the wrong place. <gasps> so that when you look at it, you're like, no, that doesn't feel like me. Um, so that people would stop using astrology. <gasps> That's the theory. And I find a lot of people when they look at their Placidus chart will be like, mm, I don't know. Mm maybe but then i change it to whole signs which is the oldest version of looking at your houses um they'll be like whoa yeah oh my god yeah that's so me um so there's a a little discrepancy there oh cool okay yeah so, so the stuff that people use nowadays like the apps and stuff is it on the old system or the no it'll be on placidus oh mm -hmm. is astro so part like, of that is um, astro part of that Astro, so you have to choose your house system and you can do it on anything. People just don't know to do it. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. It's like a sneaky little um, revelation that happens when you learn like old <laughs> astrology. Okay. So how did you get into learning about old astrology? Because they don't teach this shit in school or university. No, so no. like, well, okay. how did that come to be? <laughs> well, you're like, I just need to learn it. I just bought it. Like, what did you do? Know. Um, okay. Yeah. So mm -hmm. about, okay. So I've always been interested in astrology. I'm very blessed. Um, my mom is amazing and she used to just buy me like, uh, spell books and astrology books. And so like when I was a kid, I had like the shelf of like witch books and uh, astrology and tarot and she bought me Oracle cards and all this stuff. And I didn't truly appreciate it at that age because yes, I like, I, I knew I was that witchy vibe inside, but like, you know, you get lost in puberty and um, people not necessarily thinking that what you're doing is cool. So mm -hmm. I tossed it aside for a long time, um, but it was always there, that little piece of me that's interested in the esoteric and that's my astrology as well. And um, then years ago, I dated a guy who got me a book 
that he said I needed to read, which is called Astrology for the Soul. I suggest everyone reads it. And it's about your North Node placement. And I'm like reading this book. And I literally was like, who has been following me, writing this book about me since childhood? Like, this is so creepy. Um, And it blew my mind. And it was the first moment where I realized like I wasn't living in alignment. And that was why I was so unhappy. And so from there, like the interest kind of was just like sparked, um, but I had to go through a whole bunch of other things before I got to um, this, well, not this year, technically, um, last year when I found my mentor, uh, her name's Daphna Romanoff. She calls herself an ancient astrologer. So her focus is on like the true and tried old versions of astrology, but she teaches it in a way of embodiment and using astrology as like medicine. So it's really cool. So that's kind of how I fell into that. And then the deeper I get into her teachings, I just go deeper into wanting to know um, the history of things and like what has changed because history is one of my favorite things in the world. Um, And we all know, like, we can't even know if history is true at this point, like in 2020, what is real? (laughs) Um, But right. So I um, am always just kind of looking at everything. I'm looking at all sides. I'm fascinated by, um, the there's this little thing going on between religion and the church there's a thing of religion in the bible um, and astrology in the bible astrology in the church and it's all just like very connected so i yeah that's kind of how i got where i am did you go to church when you were no i was never um i think i went to sunday school as a kid but i was not raised religious at all uh there was no influence like at all yeah, I guess if you're if your mom was giving you tarot cards and witch spells and stuff, because <laughs> yeah, she was just kind of like find your own path. Here's some stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, yeah, because I feel like that's kind of been a theme, especially the last few months, actually, which is interesting. So, like with 2020 and all of this stuff happening, and a lot of like people. Um, are saying that this is like the great awakening and people Mm -hmm. are raising their consciousness and we're like vibrating up to like 5d and all this stuff. Um, and I feel like, I feel like astrology has been getting like more of a popular, it's become more popular. I feel like over the, at least the past five years, like with social media and stuff, which is super cool because I've always been into it as well. I used to have, um, we had a tenant downstairs with my childhood home. Actually, my parents still live there, but the tenant doesn't live there anymore. And she was always into that stuff too. She was into tarot cards and astrology and she was a Virgo too. It's so funny. (laughs) Oh, by the way, (laughs) side note, I have like so many Virgo friends now. Mm. I never used to. And like all these Virgo friends are coming into my life. I'm like, hmm, what does this mean? And then same with Capricorn men, which have I've never met any Capricorn men until like 10 this year. I'm like, what does this mean? Interesting. It might just Mm -hmm. be like an energy you're looking either to balance or like heal. Well, and my north node my north node is Capricorn. So Okay. Which is one of the things they're teaching you independence. Okay. Yeah. Like so much stuff I don't really know, but like, if people are listening they're like, what the fuck's a North Node? Let me see if I know what a North Node is. It's the, um, the sign that you are like working towards in your lifetime, right? Yeah. It's your Maybe destiny. Destiny. The better word for that. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Destiny. Huh. We should, yeah. Okay. So I'm going off track. Sorry. It's okay. I love, it. Like, I love yeah. it. What is your opinion on people 
and I've been hearing it a lot more now too. Some people are saying that this isn't actually the great awakening and it's actually the great deception and it's the devil Mm -hmm. and, um, all this witch stuff is devilish and, you know, same with astrology, like don't listen to it. What do you have to say about that? (laughs) Okay. That's a big question. Mm -hmm. Um, I say this to my husband all the time. All I know is all I know is I know nothing. Yeah, I say that too. (laughs) Nothing, right? And like 2020 has proved more than anything. I I don't know anything. We don't know anything. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I think it's both. I think it's like both are a yes. There is the great deception is happening right now. And I think the great awakening is happening right now. I don't know whether this is my husband and I joke about it all the time. We're like, is it aliens or is it demons? or is it both? But um, <laughs> like, I think, I think it's all and it's none. And it is the great deception because it is the great awakening and it is the great awakening because it is the great deception. Um, and I think wholeheartedly, this was planned astrologically, like hundred percent. They looked at what was happening and they were like, Oh, hell yeah, we're going to do it right now. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, beings I don't know if they're physical non-physical on like the light side we're like well it's gonna happen right now so we better be there um I think we all came in for a specific purpose at this time because this was going to happen as light workers we were like oh and you know you see it like we're all like here for some reason all awakened and awakening at the same time like I don't think that's a coincidence uh and then like the layers of like astrology and being evil (laughs) quotes big old quotes for everybody not (laughs) seeing this um I listened to an interesting podcast the other day about um why astrology is damned by religion Mm -hmm. and how um basically like astrology was always used by kings and by queens and by royals right and they were the only people that could have astrology done because they no one else could afford it. Um, And then from there, it was kind of kept under wraps because they didn't want people to have the power that astrology provides, which clearly it does. Um, And so it's kind of been taken away from us. And I talk about this all the time, like how magic has been stolen from us. It's real, but it was removed because they don't want us to know it's real. Right. And like, that's what's happening right now is people are like, oh my God, I have magic literally in my mind. They were like, well, shut it down, shut it the fuck down. (laughs) Um, So it's like interesting because um, if you look back in the Bible, what I was reading about is that um, the three wise men were actually astrologers. And there are these points in the Bible that coincide with astrology. And there's a lot of stuff where it's like um, astrology was damned because they don't want us to have it, not because it's damned. Right. Yeah, which, which I believe like and the same goes for even like yoga, right? Like it was, yeah. like, it was the same thing. They didn't want any, everybody to know about it. No, oh they God. don't want us to awaken. No. Like we, we, the, the little people quote it, quotes again, <laughs> like, um, the peasants of the world, like how, how dare we have this power that they are supposed to have like they, but, um, yeah. So I, I truly do believe it's both it's the deception, it's the awakening, and it's all happening because of both. And um, I think there is like a great war going on, um, cosmically, spiritually, physically, 
uh, yeah, all of it. All of it. Yeah, what a time. What a time. To what be alive. a time. <laughs> and we all were like, I'm going to go fight that war. <laughs> okay. I, yeah. Like, how do we fight? Mm, so, yeah. It's literally I like what to, I ask every day. Yeah. And I don't like that word. I don't want to fight. I want to no. do something more peaceful than fighting because I feel like that's what we've been doing forever is just fighting and it's got us nowhere and history repeats yeah. itself. <laughs> it does. It does. And I don't think we're necessarily supposed to fight. Um, but yeah, that's like why we're here is to change it. To change it. To change it. I was going to say something and now I can't remember. Oh, I hate that. It's like, where's my brain go? Why does it do that? It's like two seconds and then it's gone. I was all morning, like walking into closets. Like, why am I here? <laughs> have, have you been doing that more recently? I'm like other people have been telling me this too. Like what's going on? Are they trying to get into our brains or something? Right. You know what I think it is? <laughs> and I feel like I keep saying this is like my, my body can't catch up to my brain mm-hmm. um, all the time. And I was reading about, you know, have you heard about the Schumann resonance? Yes. Before? Okay. So I was looking at it the other day and I guess um, 2020 has been like off the charts crazy. Like, like the actual monitor has been like flatlining and stuff. It's had, having all these crazy like things going on. Um, and like, I think there's just so much energy coming that our bodies are like, I can't get to where your brain is right now. So there's like a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. It's, for it's sure. a struggle. For sure. A struggle. Oh my goodness. For those who, who don't know what the Schumann, the Schumann Renes, 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 can you speak, please? Can you tell people what that is? Thank <laughs> yes. yes. So the Schumann resonance is like the um, Earth's vibration. And it is like how the Earth, I don't even know how to explain it other than I'm trying to think back to my sound alchemy training right now. Um, like it's the, like the actual resonance and frequency of the Earth spinning. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Um, so we, when we go to that frequency. When we use that frequency um, for healing, we're like coming back into the earth's actual frequency. And it's like one of the most healing tones for humans. Um, And that's why grounding um, and earthing and standing in water and stuff like that is so powerful for us because we actually like tune into the Schumann Schumann resonance. Uh, And it's really, really cool. So I think it's, I don't even know what the actual tone is, 434 or something hertz like that thing and does it does does the people's vibration affect it as well doesn't it yeah so it's like it's like yeah so we're always shifting vibrations and there's so many different tones that we can use for healing and that one just is like the most grounding and it's one of the miracle tones and isn't that also I had my friend who does sound healing on too but like that's the way sound was supposed to be and then like we've changed yes. it now oh my god that thing yeah. just, my mind exploded when I heard that. <laughs> just all over the wall yeah right like mainstream music and stuff or even like the tones that they yeah. use is not like a healing I, do you know no. anything about that yeah it's yeah. it's actually been like changed to create more chaos yeah, so wild like it's I just know. so funny that people are like I don't I don't think people really understand that we're like living in a simulation and people are like 
what aliens, what reptilians, what people like drinking blood. It's like, yeah, like all this folklore, like vampires and shit. Do you think that it was just made up? It's probably freaking true. Everything that we've been told is like just opposite. Just flip it on its head yeah. and that's the truth. Like, I feel, I say it all the time. <laughs> just like, I look at my husband and I'll be like, what if they're all just vampires? And that's why they want our blood. And what if blood drives are really just for them to yeah! <laughs> He'll just be like, like he's totally a conspiracy theorist too, but he'll be like, you're a lot. Like, yeah, some people are like, hey, Shannon, you need to like take something. Do you want to know why we are like this? Do you, would you like to know why? Please enlighten me. <laughs> okay, so Scorpio rising. Yeah. Um, plus I have Pluto in my first house too. So um, these are the planets of the taboo, of sex, of death, of, um, of that like, that shadowy, dark, side of life and it's also Scorpio's the conspiracy theorist she is the one seeking the truth always and can go a little bit too far and like start to make up truth because um there Scorpio's never satisfied with the information present Scorpio <gasps> does not trust and so that's why when people like get and I feel like Scorpio gets a lot of slack like everyone's always like oh Scorpio is so intense um yeah there's a lot of depth to Scorpio. We want to get down to the nitty gritty and know the, the truth. And if we're not satisfied, we're going deeper. And that's why Scorpio rising is like always looking for the, the end of it. We're never satisfied that it's the truth. Wow. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So Scorpio rising, we're all, we're fascinated with death. We're fascinated with like the occult and scary movies and all that stuff. It's just, it's in our nature. Yeah. The occult fascinates the shit out of me. Like, yeah, I've just been learning over the past little bit of like my awakening quote unquote with regards, I guess, to the last two years or whatever and studying it more on a very light scale because yeah, don't get too deep. <laughs> um with this like even yeah with this the songs that you're saying like and magic being real and they're holding they don't want us to believe in ourselves and be powerful and then it's also funny because I had this conversation with someone I was like yeah well weren't we created in like God's image therefore we are gods and we are powerful and she's like no that's the deception too but it's like mm. at the end of the day yes I can believe in a, a, a power greater than myself as someone that created me because obviously like everything my phone this computer it didn't just pop out of thin air. Someone took the time to create it. So obviously yes. someone took the time to create me or something, whatever. But at the same time, he, the creator, spirit, whatever, the universe didn't create us to be small. And no, <laughs> we are, I don't think so. Yeah, we are giants and we are powerful and we have so much power. And uh, yeah, I don't know where I was going with this. So just with that, oh yeah, it's <laughs> like the system, like stuffing us into this box and not allowing us to be powerful. Like the the songs that we hear are actually like spells, and mm -hmm. the words that we use are spells. That's why it's called spelling and yes. like casting votes. We're like participating in spells. Mm, it's. <laughs> like so true ah, but people are like nah you're fucking no, nuts you're crazy <laughs> you, you see like it's just insane that the like quality of t the types of people that are calling conspiracy theorists crazy um when 
conspiracy theorists are generally like the happiest people because the the new conspiracy theorists mm-hmm. like who is everyone at this point <laughs> yeah no doubt <laughs> right like but like we the quality of life for the people that have chosen to eat good food and not drink poisoned water and um see the deception before them versus the quality of life in the people that i will call sheep um is completely different like we are trying to feel good we are focused on feeling good and in that we see the deception and then the people who feel like shit every day who hate their jobs who are miserable who are eating food that's literally poisoning them they are the ones calling us crazy because they're brainwashed and it's just like mm-hmm. it's so hard to watch it mm-hmm. and i know you know because you're just kind of sitting there like if you only knew what it felt like to like be in your own body to actually be in your body to know the difference between like the deception which is what's happening and the truth that is like our physical being yeah we have so much power just even thinking about your body like do people actually just stop and think about this beautiful machine that we have no absolutely wild what it does it's insane. And like, I know you can probably attest this for, from yoga classes. Like there are people who come in and they have absolutely no connection to their body. You're like, move your right leg forward. And they're like, what is, what is leg? How, <laughs> yeah. how leg yeah. I move? Like what? And you're just like, right leg, right leg. Can you feel it? Bend your knee. And they're like, what is bend knee? Don't know. Like you can see there's absolutely no connection to the physical body. And I definitely was like that. I had no connection to my body. I did not feel any sensation in my body when I started. So yeah, yeah. no connection. Oh my gosh. Sorry. We went on like a little like okay. tangent. tangent over there. Sorry. Bringing it back to Vika. Okay. <laughs> Vika. Tangents <laughs> happen a lot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's, t- are you down to talk about astrology? Like, is yeah, sure. If you want to, I'm like, I'm just, an, I'm an apprentice, but we can talk about it. Oh, cause I'm like, well, you do a lot of things. So I what is, things. what is your specialty? Because you say energy healer. Right. With, okay. Yeah. my specialty yeah I feel like I'm going to be learning my major until I die yes Um, Yes, I believe that too we're all students never right just students yeah um okay so I would say I would say astrology is like my specialty even though it's the thing I've been learning the shortest amount of time um and that is my astrology to know astrology so just (laughs) leave that but um okay so I think one of my major gifts. So I do energy work. Um, years ago I did my Reiki, all of it. I became a Reiki master, but I felt like Reiki was too shallow of a depth for me. Um, and I needed more. So I kind of created my own energy healing, which like is, it works on different levels. It's more exploratory. I just, it's very intuitive. And, um, I, made myself a master of the chakra system because I just got an inkling that there was something there. So I just went deep into it and then astrology layered on top of that. So basically what I do is now when I work with energy, I look at astrology, I work at, I look at the chakras and I look at the intuition that I'm getting from someone and I kind of work through that. So um, the astrology connects to the chakras, the chakras back to the astrology, the planets, they all have, um, placements within the chakra system. And then that's, that's how I read energy. Um, so for a traditional astrologist, they're looking at like the, the themes of 
every sign and every planet and I do that as well but I also layer it in with the chakra system so for instance like the heart is ruled by Taurus and Libra and it's ruled by Venus so like when I'm looking at the energy that's going on for instance, this month, we have a ton of stuff going on in Aries, Scorpio, Taurus, and Libra. I see that and I go, okay, so we have a ton of stuff going on between the solar plexus and the heart. So mm -hmm. that's how I kind of read energy. And then I work with that with people too. Um, and I also um, have this weird superpower to, t I guess I'm, I, I have a problem owning the term, but I am a shaman. Mm. Um, and I'm trying to like work on just like owning the fact that I am a shaman and many healers have told me I'm a shaman. And when I take people on, um, what I call cosmic journeys, um, I can physically take them into the astral plane and they experience crazy things. They meet guides, they talk to people, they like go to these crazy places and receive all this information back. And so I kind of blend all those things together. Wow. for my clients. Yeah, it's very intense. Um, I would not say any of the work that I do with people is gentle. Scorpio, <laughs> Scorpio and Pluto. Um, everything's very provoking. Everything's very intense. Um, and you will always leave with like a whoa sensation. So that sounds so awesome. Are, is it a one-time thing or do you work with people like through months or like how many sessions? Yeah, I haven't in the past, but I've actually just yesterday owned the fact that I meant to. So I actually opened up my one-to-one -one coaching, um, which will be basically that will like be looking at the chart and um, seeing like, where is, where are your shadows coming from? Why are you experiencing what you're experiencing? Why are you lacking confidence? What is your purpose? Like we look at the chart for what you want to know, extract it, and then use the medicines through like embodiment, which is like the journeys and yoga and um, crystals and working with that energy to balance will be what I do moving forward. Uh, previously, it's been one-to-one -one sessions, just one-offs, but I really want to take people deeper, longer. Mm, that's amazing. Yeah. That's so yeah. cool. And what made you get into this? Like, because before you were doing this, you were doing what? You, when did you do your yoga mm. teacher training? I did my yoga teacher training in I finished in April, 2017. Um, so not too long ago, like four years ago. Three, what year is it? <laughs> 2020, <laughs> don't forget. <laughs> so almost four years ago. Um, yeah, 20, how could I ever forget, forget that it's 2020? Um, yeah, so I did my yoga teacher training then, um, but my journey started about nine years ago and it actually started with energy work first. So mm, it started with- first? Yeah, it was actually crystal healing first. I did my certifications in crystal healing. That led to Reiki, which led to chakras, which led to yoga, which led to astrology. Sick. Oh my gosh, yeah. so many things. I love it. So many modalities. Too many tools in the tool belt. <laughs> never too many, never too many. Now you can just pick your favorites. You know yes. a little bit about everything and you're like, okay, yeah. Yeah. All right. So awesome. I want to do it. <laughs> okay, it's, so it's it's pretty potent. My next question is obviously with what's going on with people being with doing the COVID thing. <laughs> We're doing the COVID thing right now. This is the theme. You do offer Zoom clients or this. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I was really nervous about that because I was like, is um are my journeys going to be as potent if I'm not there? Right. And I actually started doing um recorded meditations because I would I had this inkling 
last year where I was like, okay, the computer's made of crystal and it's transmitting through crystal and airwaves. Why can't I transmit Reiki through crystal through airwaves? Hell yeah. Why can't I? So I was like, I'm interested. So I started creating these meditations. Um, I have a full recording setup because I'm also a vocalist and a songwriter. But um, so I have a whole thing set up. So I was like, I have, I have all these tools. Like, let's try this. Um, and people started saying like the craziest things about my meditations. They were like, holy shit. Like I went to another world. I felt your hands on me. And I was like, huh. So um, <laughs> I, was re- I was fascinated, right? So I'm like, okay, let's try this like cosmic journey um, via Zoom. Let's see if we can translate this power through here. And so I started doing a couple moon ceremonies. And again, my people were like, holy shit, like I met people, I talked to my guides and I was like, okay, there's something here. So the last one I did um, for a client, he was so open. It was amazing. And so I basically have never felt the intensity that I felt in my hands that I did on that session. And it was literally through the computer. He was like, I have never felt Reiki like that in my entire life. And it was just through the computer. So it seems to work. Huh. Amazing. Yeah. It's, it's all just airwaves, right? So why not? It really is. It is. I believe a hundred percent. I can attest to that too. I did uh, Tony Robbins virtual event this past summer and I can't remember who was on it. It was this um, Chinese man by the end of it. And he led us through a meditation, but before doing the meditation, he was like doing stuff with his hands and we were like drawing circles on our hands and then kind of playing with our energy. But then like we would hold our hands out and he would do stuff on his hands. And he's like, do you feel it? And like so many of us felt it and we're like around the world. Like he's in right? Florida. Oh my we're God. here in like Burnaby and we can feel his energy on our hands. We're like, this is wild. Yes. Like so. it is, a, it's a real thing. It transmutes. Like why shouldn't it? If crystals have vibrations and computers made of crystal, um, you can send, if I can send a damn text through the airwaves, why can't I send energy through the airwaves? A thousand percent. My friend just sent me Reiki a couple days ago and it was it was funny because I came home from work and I had my, my stereo blasting. Like I just got a burst of energy all of a sudden. And I was like, mm. just salsa music. And I bring it in and my room like, like, Oh my God. And I like, you just came in here with so much energy. I'm like, yeah, bitch dance. <laughs> and then we had a little dance party. And then I got an Instagram message from her. She's like, Hey babe, I just sent you some Reiki, uh, Reiki, some, some joyous energy and like happy energy. And I'm like, I just felt that. That is amazing. (laughs) I know. I I love it. it. Yeah. I didn't even know until later. So yeah. And I think it's also just, um, affirming too, like what you put out there. Yes. Back. So it's like totally like the like conversation of everyone wishing ill on Donald Trump the other day. Like, oh my God. Holy shit. That that's coming back to all of you hard. Um, even to the point of like, I was disgusted to see Jim Carrey wish him dead on Saturday night live. Um, Oh my God. He did. I need to see. So I didn't, I don't watch that shit. (sighs) My husband likes to put on that kind of stuff. And like, I'm, yeah, I was really disgusted to see, like, Jim Carrey's one of the people that I really respected, and he played Joe Biden and full-on made a um, sidebar remark of hoping COVID kills Donald Trump, um, and I was like, wow, um, wow, I, I don't care who it is or what they've done, like, that comes back to you, and that's, like, proof right there of, like, your intention 
is energy. It goes out into the universe and it is going to come right back to you. So send out the good stuff. This is interesting to me too, because he is like one of like the woke guys in Hollywood, right? You would think, I'm like, maybe he's just playing the part to like just deceive us and think that he is, you know? I just like like, literally don't know anymore. You don't, I don't know anything. (laughs) I don't know anything. Yeah. Because all of, I like listen to his YouTube stuff like his no. speeches and some of his interviews and how he's like, we're not even here. And like, we're I not know. Our body and all this stuff. I was like fully behind him, Kara. I was like, he's the only one that's awake. And then I saw that and I was like, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. All right. Huh. Well, yeah. I'll watch that. And Disappointing. Yeah, it, it is. It was disappointing is yes, I, I can, I can agree with people that Trump has done a lot and has said there's a lot of bad, not great things. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, with this like polarized two ends, like we're not mm-hmm. going to get anywhere. And it's just like when people say, or that, yeah, like even if, so if you are a Trump supporter, Trump supporters, they feel like they can't even come out and say they're a Trump supporter because oh. they're going to get bashed so hard. They're getting beat and killed and it's terrible. Like neither of the selections in any of our politics are good. None mm-hmm. of them. They're all a pile of garbage. And I saw, I don't know if you've seen this, um, I don't remember what it was, but it was, they were talking about how like, uh, basically you get the politicians you deserve. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really grounding for like, everyone's blaming Trump and I'm not a Trump supporter. Um, I, but everyone's blaming Trump for America's problems. America is America's problem. And just like Canada is Canada's problem. Like we, we get what we deserve and what we ask for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a, an issue too, that we put all this faith in like one person one that is just person. this character that or people could call puppet that is just playing a role where there's yes. so many people behind the scenes that are actually doing the stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So we, <laughs> we get what we give, right. And we like, the, like you said, the energy we put out there that just like proves that it comes right back around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So let's get the good vibes. <laughs> let's do it. Let's talk about some good vibes. Okay. So we are in October yes. and there is, there was, there's two full moons in October and a new yeah. moon. And apparently Mercury retrograde is coming in a couple days, I think. It is. And, like, and then Ooh, so yeah. Mars is in retrograde or something. Okay. So yep. yeah. Um, Kate, let's talk about this because I'm not okay. sure if I just wasn't aware of it and it was always there or I'm just paying more attention to it now, but I'm like, this is the first year that I've heard about Mars retrograde and this Lionsgate portal and like all these other things. I'm like, I fucking haven't heard of this before. Like I know. It so this, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So main, mainly it's like, yes, it's all becoming very, um, popular. Mm-hmm. One thing, uh, two on, on the no. Okay. So Mars retrograde is, I think the rarest retrograde. So it happens every two years. So it's, it's more rare than the others. Um, the outer planets. So Saturn, Neptune, Pluto, Uranus. Yes. Those ones are, they retrograde six months of every year. So when it goes into retrograde, it's not like a big thing for us because we're, we're used to those energies, right? Like six months of the year, we're in retrograde six months of the year. We're not, we're like, cool. Like we naturally function on those, um, energies half of our lives. So it's not as shocking when it happens. What shocks 
things is what is happening with those retrogrades. Um, so for instance, with that Pluto retrograde that we just came out of, Saturn was also conjunct with that retrograde. And then Jupiter was in there too. In retrogrades, we had three retrogrades all dancing together. That's what created this chaos. Um, and then, so like Mercury retrogrades three times per year, but only for three weeks with a uh, two week shadow on each side. So like when it goes in, it feels different for us because it's not a common uh, energy for us to be in. So when it goes in, we're like, Oh, something's not right here. Um, whereas the other ones that are operating on those six month things we're like yeah been there done this know this energy um and then mars is like every two years so when it comes in for two months we're like what are you and what am i feeling and what do i do with this um same with venus it's not as rare uh it's right yeah it's more rare so when it comes in we're kind of like oh like what's going on here it feels dense and different um so right now so you just, just came out of Saturn retrograde and Pluto retrograde. So something I talked about yesterday on my Instagram actually was that um, in the last two weeks, I felt like I like got pulled back into an old timeline. And all of a sudden I was like in a place where I was like, either at the start of 2020 or even in 2019. And I was like, whoa, I thought I moved past this. Like, why am I suddenly back in an energy that... Mm like i thought i thought i'd worked through this right and so Girl, sitting i here, felt the fucking same oh right. my god sorry i just had to say that yes like, oh, okay cool right Continue. okay so <laughs> someone i follow she's amazing her name's black soul theory everyone go follow her she's mind-blowing black soul theory b-l-k-s-o-l theory uh she is like so she mentioned how the timeline split again and I was like, oh my God, they did. And I got sucked back into like an old timeline. And she was saying that like when we move through density, it's possible that um, you may get pulled back because it's like you're going back into a comfort zone. Um, so we need to like take this time to review what have we learned over the last six months and where are we not willing to go back into those energies and make that like a priority. Don't go back into the energies. I know you're feeling them. I know you might feel stuck, but let's keep moving forward. So what did you feel that was good over the last six months and how can you harness that and keep moving forward and into the higher vibration timeline rather than the one sucking you back in? So this is something I felt and I was like, whoa. So I had to review. Um, a lot of worthiness was something I worked through in the last six months, a lot of abundance feelings, a lot of like feeling like I could propel forward. And now it's like an inertia is like gone. Um, so that's an energy that's happening right now. We're experiencing this like halt almost. And that, that's what can happen when something stations direct, it literally stops and then begins to move forward. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that we're ha is happening right now. Then the Mars retrograde in Aries is why we're seeing so much war happen all of a sudden. Um, Armenia and stuff like that. We're seeing like this, like um, the war is exploding. Fires. The fire is Aries. Mars retrograde. Literally the earth is burning herself and some might other be burning it for her, but um, <laughs> won't go there. But <laughs> like, there's a, this element of like um, cleansing to re- gain re re what is the word i'm thinking for here like sorry sort of harness our inner warrior and like take her back 
um, that's an energy that's happening. Then we have Chiron retrograde too in Aries as well, which is like our wounded healer. So the wounds around what we've given away in our own power is a theme right now. So we have these themes going on and then let's just throw another one in there, right? Um, Mercury retrograde is coming. <laughs> so we're in the shadow of Mercury retrograde in Scorpio, which is already this dense, deep energy of um, secrets and taboo. And so we're going for a deep dive into like clean out our collective of our, our dirty laundry, let's say. Um, so that's happening on the 13th. Yeah. So Tuesday, I want to say. And so what's going to happen is we have all these energies happening and then now we're going to go even deeper into the internal. So it's time right now to go inside ourselves and review what's not working, what needs to be released, what needs to be reviewed and what needs to be like reorganized and restructured. That's what we do in retrogrades. So this whole year we had every single planet retrograde this year everything no way. Huh. every single one so this is literally a collective reorganization hmm. reshuffle sense. yeah so right now like there's a lot of what i would say is solar plexus energy and it's um what i've been talking about is like a solar plexus detox we're like ringing out the shit right now um and if you don't learn the lessons they're going to come back if you do then you will propel forward and move into that like higher timeline as they say or higher vibration mm -hmm. it's a lot what is what is chiron chiron so is yeah so chiron, it's um he's a planetoid and so he's it's kind of like an asteroidy planet it's like a really big asteroid i think is what they um call a planetoid okay. um, and so he is floating around uh uranus and saturn i want to say he's interesting too because he switches orbits between the two, I want to say it might be Neptune though. Don't quote me exactly on that, but he's in one of the two planets uh, like in their orbits and he switches back and forth. Um, it's very interesting. And he is the wounded healer. He represents the wound that we've all brought into our lives and what we're looking to heal in this life. Um, and I often find the translation between the wounded healer is what we want to heal in others. So for instance, my Chiron is in cancer and um, my wound is around self-love. And I want to teach people self-love because I've been working on it for so long. So that's Chiron's energy. Mm. How do you know what Chiron? He should be in yours here. Let's, let's just go down the rabbit hole here. Okay. Yeah, because I, I don't think the app that I have shows Chiron. He might. It, it might not. Okay. Um, so when you do your charts, I highly suggest astro.com. Okay. So I'm going to go to whole signs. So this may change your chart a little bit here from what you've whole, seen in the past. And whole signs is the ancient one you were Yeah, it's the here. oldest. Okay. Oh, you have Pluto in your first house too. Of course. <laughs> okay what? Pluto. oh yeah okay yeah yeah do okay so the one that i'm looking at on my app it says i have stuff in house one two three four seven eight nine okay so the one i don't know if you can see this no it's gonna go white no yeah oh, oh there you go okay. so you have stuff it just moves it so in your third house a little bit in your fourth fifth 
and at the top there. Okay. It's a yes. little bit different. I can send you this after. Um, you've yeah. got, of course, you've got a ton of stuff going on <laughs> in your 10,000 10, Leo, just like me. Oh, and your wound is in the same place. And um, so your Chiron is in Cancer in your ninth house, same as me. Um, so the wound around self-love and around teaching um, and your belief <laughs> systems. And this might have something to do with your mother. And um, yeah, around like um, the what, what she has taught you in this life or a belief system she's provided from you and you might be healing something around her energy. Um, it's the same for me. For me, it was like she didn't give me any structure, any, um, like she didn't really like provide me with the, the belief system a mother is technically supposed to provide mm -hmm. for their kids. Um, so that's something I'm healing. Hmm. Um, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, you, yours is in the ninth house in cancer. So you're working through like healing that inner teacher around self-love in this life. Did you, have you done your, um, human design? I have. I'm a manifester. Oh, manifester. What year were you born? 1990. Oh, 90. Mm -hmm. What are you? A projector. Projector. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love hate with that. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Same with manifester. At first I was like, oh, I'm so powerful. And then I was like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I don't know how to control this. <laughs> mm -hmm. I feel like I'm pretty good at manifesting though. Like I'll say like I've been doing money spells the past couple of days and it, it's Love like it. breaking and then we're two hours later. Like, why did I need to do this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. We can talk about it offline, but some fucking hilarious shit happened with that. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love it. If somebody just wants like the bait, like the down to basics, cause like um, sun, moon, rising has become more popular. So people yep, know which what is that great. Is. Yeah, so it great. Is. It is great. And then like I, I read a meme or whatever yesterday. It's like, oh, forget about your sun, moon, and rising. I want to know your Venus. So how, how do you love? And I want to know your other planets. So how do you do this? So it's like, can we just talk about what all the planets do? Yeah, <laughs> it's I like guess. it's a lot. Yeah. So um, a lot. yeah, like it's okay. So. Uh, I yeah, feel like I everyone that's going to want to know information about you is going to want to know different information because their astrology is different, <laughs> right? Like for you and for me, because our we're ruled by Pluto. Um, okay, so what is, okay. What for do you two mean, reasons. What okay. do you mean we're ruled by Pluto? Because okay. I thought I was ruled by Mercury because I'm Gemini. No. Okay. <laughs> so, um, okay. So, you are ruled by the planet that rules your rising sign. So your rising sign is Scorpio ruled by planet uh, Pluto. So Pluto rules your chart. Not okay. only are you specifically ruled by Pluto because of that, but you also have Pluto in your first house, which means you're a Pluto rising. So everything in your chart, every single little aspect in your chart has this undertow and undercurrent of Pluto. Pluto governs everything that goes on in your life. So say someone had a Pisces rising, mm -hmm. they would be a Nep there. Um, so their ruling planet would be Neptune. And then just to throw in a wrench, say they had Venus in their first house. 
So not only are they ruled by Neptune, but they're also ruled by Venus. So everything going on in their chart is going to have this like undercurrent of Neptune and Venus. So, okay. Very interesting. So I don't have Pluto in my first house just because I'm Scorpio. That just happens to be there. No, I could have that just happens to be there. Yeah. You could be, um, it, and so it depends on how, your, your birth time is what sets up your rising time. So say if you were born um, four hours later, your Scorpio would be in a different house. Therefore, your Pluto would be in a different house. Okay, still kind of confused. Because <laughs> you said, okay, because what you just said is if someone is um, like a rising Pisces, they yes. would have Neptune in their first house. No, no, they could have Neptune. Like it was just like, so... Sorry, if their okay. rising sign is is Pisces, Neptune rules Pisces. So that means that Neptune rules their chart because it's the ruler of the sign, but not necessarily in the first house. Yeah, it what well, it would be in your first house because it's rising, rising, but you might not have Neptune in your first house. It just means that because Pisces rules your first house, he is ruled by Neptune. Neptune rules your chart, but your Neptune could be in your ninth house in a different uh, sign. Okay. Yeah. Just means like the sign uh, that is your rising <laughs> sign has a planet and that yes. planet rules your chart. Okay. And yeah. it just so happens that I have the Pluto yes. also in my first house. Yes. It's, okay, yeah. It. <laughs> okay. yeah. It doesn't mean that's going to happen always. Just means for you, it did. Nice. Okay. Yes. Great. <laughs> um, okay. So planets. All right. So the moon is your emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, your sun is like the way that you shine in this life and part of your purpose. Um, it's like how you are at your best. Um, and it's also something you're learning. It's not necessarily something that comes natural always. There might be other things in your chart that set it up to be natural, but it is often something you're learning. Um, your where are we at? Mercury is your communication and how you receive and interpret information and your message for the world. Your Venus is how you love, how you find harmony, um, your aesthetic, and like um, a lot of things that make you feel passionate and uh, pleasurable in this life. Um, Your rising, I should have said that too. Your rising is like your identity. Um, Again, it's also your aesthetic and the like what you show the world. You cannot not be your rising. You just are. Um, There's no fighting it. (laughs) And you can be an imbalance, but you you just are your rising sign. Your, what are we at? Venus. So your Mars is your, um, how you take action your physical needs and like how you sort of move forward in this life. Your, is it, what's yours in? My Mars, <laughs> Gemini, I'm a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. Okay. So there's two placements in my chart that make me like absolutely have a hard time with routine. Gemini Mars, I'm all over the place. I get bored. I just am just like, okay, I'm like squirrel when it works. I'm literally like, okay, I'm working squirrel, move on. Like I just, it's the energy of Gemini to just be keep like moving around as you would know as a Gemini sign, right? So having it in your Mars is like a little difficult for me. Um, but it's something I, I work with all the time. I know I need to, um, 
a fine play and stuff when it comes to work and action. And then layer on top of that, um, my sixth house, which is your house of like your work ethic and a lot of other things, but let's just leave it at worth work ethic is ruled by Aries and also Aries is squirrel. So, um, routine is hard for me, even though I am like a hard Virgo, hard Capricorn energy routine is still really hard for me because of those placements. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting, isn't it? Right. It is. And I never understood why I was like that. I'm like, I should be so routine driven, but I'm just not because that's my energy. Um, Yeah. I feel like honestly, charts like this are are I don't want to say, like a roadmap to yes. get to know yourself and how yes. you have these tools for you to live life better and with ease. literally that's like literally what I teach is um like it's confirmation of why you feel the way you feel stop fighting it let's work with it what are your medicines so like medicines for me um okay so say I am squirreling around because I can't like sit settle down there's too much going on with my gemini aries like um work ethic that i'll have to like use the medicines of um those energies so too much fire then okay how can i um bring in so oh sorry too much air and fire so like what do i need to settle myself down i need some grounding i need some flow i need water like i need earth um and then there's other energies too like i have way too much earth in my chart sometimes that I get really rigid I get really stuck um and so medicines for me are often water and often fire like what can I use to balance the the bad habits I'm getting into and like that's all we do is like I show you where your bad habits may lie and what you can do to feel better amazing Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did what I I want to learn just how to read a fucking chart because I see yeah. that chart and I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Gibberish. <laughs> yeah. And like I have this one, so it makes uh will you be able to see it? Do you see it at all? It's just white. Oh, there oh. We go. Okay. Oh yeah, I've seen these before and these are like so confusing to me. I'm always like, what's happening here? Right. And it's saying yeah. you only have up to nine. It doesn't say eleven or twelve, but that's maybe kind of I think it means because you have empty houses there. Right. Um, yeah. Which is like, which is fine. So with it, when someone has an empty house, does that not mean they have anything in? Yes, it means there's no planets there, but it still means like it's still governed by something, right? So um, my teacher teaches empty houses as opportunities. And I love that because some people teach empty houses as problem areas. And I don't think that that's a powerful way to look at anything. Um, no, language, you know, change the language. Right? Nothing in your astrology is bad nothing's bad um so there they are areas of opportunity and then okay so for instance when I was saying how my sixth house is ruled by Aries I have nothing in my sixth house but that doesn't mean that it's not a key player in my chart because it rules a certain part of me it rules my my work ethic my service my um how I how I do things and get things done and so that means like that aspect of life is ruled by Aries I I love to clean my house. I love to like just get shit done really quick. I'm, I'm very quick when it comes to work. Like I'm done in five seconds to the point where my boss is like, you need more work because you work too fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, so that house is still just as important as everything else. It just may not have a million things going on in it. It just might not be as complex or, um, 
important for my journey. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Like you, I feel like you could study this forever and ever. And you ever. literally, <laughs> I, I've literally just been studying for a year and I feel like I haven't even scratched the surface. Yeah. Look at one of your, um, your empty, your empty houses here. Okay. So same thing for you. You have the same sixth house as me empty. So for you, you work quick, you get shit done. You, um, you probably clean your house in five seconds. Um, but you're probably not necessarily in love with routine. You're probably not necessarily, um, passionate about doing the exact same thing all the time. You want new, you want to create, you want to be excited. You want spontaneity. Um, and so just because you have nothing in that house does not mean that the house isn't important for you. Mm -hmm. It's an important tool for you to be like, Hey, cool. Routine is not necessarily my jam. How can I still move forward and like find ease with myself and not be so hard on myself because I'm not like everyone else. No. <laughs> yeah, you're not. And like, that's okay. There's going to be people out there that have like an earth sign in their sixth house and they're just like super grounded. They get shit done. They sit in one place and they just like, they do what they do. But for you, it's, it's not like that. No. And I feel like I just need I, what I, especially this year too, it was been whole like, what is my life? What am I doing? Like, what is going on? 2020. Yeah, I'm sure everybody felt that way. Well, some, quite a few people probably felt that way. And now it's like, okay. Also, it's my Saturn return. So I'm like, mm, yes, right. you're coming back around. You got a little break there. It went back. Okay. So it left my Saturn return. And I was like, I feel so good. And then it went retrograded right back in. I was like, I feel not good. <laughs> I feel not good. Not good. And now in January, you'll be right back into your Saturn return. Oh, really? What do you mean? Huh? Talking so about, oh, it's okay. out of retrograde or something. Yeah. Uh, it retrograded. So, um, your Saturn return began. It went into Aquarius. Yours started. Mine sort of ended. There's always a shadow, but mine like essentially like lightened itself. Um, but then Saturn went into retrograde and then it went back to Capricorn. So Saturn is in Capricorn right now. So you got like a little break where Saturn was like, okay, I'm going back to Capricorn Aquarius. You guys can have a hot minute. Um, and then in January, I think in January, it's going to go back into Aquarius and then officially your Saturn returns, like go, you're going in. Um, but it, that's why these things can take a long time is because a they're shadow periods and then b retrograde so if a planet's really close to um a constellation when they retrograde they might go back to where they were originally like pluto can take um either 12 or 25 years to go through a sign because of how many times it retrogrades and how long it retrogrades and like how close it is to the uh, the sun and all these like things Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So what, what can I expect <laughs> in January? Cause yeah, they say Saturn return starts like what? 27. It's about 28. Yeah. Like there's like a shadow period to start maybe 27, 28, 29 is when it like really hits. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it could, depending on what it is doing in the sky, it could like kind of linger till like 31 to 33. Um, Ew, 30 it's not bad though. No okay. <laughs> Saturn, so Saturn is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite things in the whole world. Um, when I dated that guy who gave me that astrology book, he literally was like, Saturn is the devil. Saturn will ruin your life. Saturn, this Saturn, that. And I was like, Oh no, Saturn seems like a bad guy. No. Um, Saturn is like father time. 
And he's like the father that comes in and is like, get your shit together. I don't have time for you right now. You need to wake up, grow up and like learn your lessons. And he's the father that like you, my dog just sneezed. I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> he's not necessarily like, um, he's not a bad father. He's just a strict father. And he's like the father that later on, you're going to be like, oh, thanks dad. But while it's happening, what I can say about Saturn return is you need to let go. You are not going to be able to predict anything that's going to happen in the next couple years. Um, just as you weren't able to predict what has happened in the last couple of years. So you're 29 this year. Yeah. Yeah. So in the last couple of years, I'm sure a lot has changed for you. A lot has shifted, a lot of awakening, a lot of lessons, right? Now you're going into like the thick of it. It's going to have some stuff where you're going to be like, holy shit, I did not see that coming. Um, and it doesn't need to be bad. It just means that you are going to experience such an, a, like such a, a shift and such a push into adulthood that you might be like, wow, that was really uncomfortable. So my Saturn return, for instance, has been a lot of awakenings and then 2020 hit and um, the world exploded. <laughs> I was like, oh, good Saturn return, right? This COVID shit happened. Mm -hmm. um, both my grandparents died. Um, like I really learned about death this year. I really learned about, um, I feel like I've aged 10 years in the last six months. Uh, and Saturn is here to make you be able to take care of yourself and to create systems and structures in order for you to build a foundation for life on. And so he comes around and he's like, are you ready to be an adult? And if you're not, he's going to kick your ass. And if you just let go and sort of be like, all right, Saturn, what's your plan? I'm here for it. I, um, I'm ready, but I, I, I'm going to let you do your thing. Then your Saturn return can be a beautiful time. And there might be pain. There might be discomfort. There might be hardships. I like to think of Saturn as like yin yoga. Mm, so you're I fucking hate yin. Okay, and I hated yin. <laughs> I love it now, but it's right. like when you're in the pose and you're like, "Holy fuck, you bitch!" You're like looking at the teacher and you're like, "You're gonna hold me here for this long?" You're like in pigeon. You're like, "You fucking bitch!" Like, and you know it's not her. You know it's it's you. Yeah, it's your experience. Um, <laughs> and then after that, three minutes of what may have felt like hell for you. It may have felt um, unco just uncomfortable, whatever it was you went through. Uh, you get out of the pose and you feel like you have a new body. Like your leg is like completely new. Your hip is new. You're like, holy shit, I feel so good right now. But you had to go through all that discomfort to get there. That's Saturn. It's like, really uncomfortable but he's gifting you so much okay that's a great way to look at it yeah Saturn is like my boy I know everyone gets my really, boy he's my boy everyone's like Saturn's such a jerk and I'm like listen Saturn's just doing his job Aww. he's just here to love you in his own his own way okay 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 <laughs> yeah <laughs> go and just trust because he's here for you yeah. I feel like I've been doing a lot of that this year. So good. That's all you need to do. Just 
just continue that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Continue. That's all I had to do was completely surrender and everything like is just, it falls into place. It does. That's the theme that honestly, that's the theme of this year for me has been surrender Mm. um, and letting go, surrender, letting go, um, learning what boundaries are (laughs) and and stepping into my power. Yeah. That literally is like one of the huge themes, especially right now with those, um, Mars and Chiron and Aries and retrograde Mm. stepping into your power and like boundaries. I have none. (laughs) (laughs) Gemini. (laughs) So weird. So do you have the pattern app? I did. And it is pretty interesting. It is. I wonder what they use. They obviously must use astrology and maybe some other things too, because you don't actually see your chart or anything. I know. I'm always like, why are you telling me that? That's my my problem with it is because I want to know why. Why? Um, But like the information is so interesting. Like, tell me more. Yeah. It's so, sometimes it's a little freaking weird because I'm like, who's, yeah, who's spying on me and watching me? Who's watching me? Yeah. Um, And it's, it's funny because one of my um, patterns, so like people can have like 12 patterns, 13. I have seven and I'm like, why do I only have seven? But I'm like, okay, maybe less is more. Okay. Shannon, like, fuck. but one of them is, um, wounds and healing. I'm like, ew, like that's so, this seems so negative. Like people are like, oh, like upbeat and inspiring and all this shit. And I'm like wounds and healing. <laughs> that's like Pluto right there. Oh, for maybe, maybe. That's your Pluto and like where's your moon? Your moon's in Pisces. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're you're yeah. a cancer like you're here you're not necessarily here to um have a good time <laughs> Fuck you, off. You're, gonna, no. you're gonna have a good time well, <laughs> but like you know how some people come in and they're just like here to have a good time like there there is no other purpose in this life other just than to life. party yeah just to party and like be like there's no depth to it right and like that's not a bad thing that's just their astrology they're here maybe they're a new soul maybe they're just like learning earth um you are not you can have a good time doing this and healing your wounds and stuff and you're going to your gemini you're going to play you're going to have a great time but um your your journey is deeper than that your journey is about probably healing your generational wounds and heal, healing all the like soul wounds you came yeah. here you don't come in with pluto in the first house in retrograde on top of it so you were persecuted in past lives um, you don't come in with that energy signature. Wait, 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 Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, were you saying Pluto was in retrograde when I was born? Is that what yes. you said? Yeah. And so that means I was persecuted. persecuted. Yes. Like, so you were probably a mistake. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I yeah. have friends that have, um, have had past life um, just visions. I have had some going into my records, but not like super visual. And maybe that's something that I'm stepping into more of our will. Mm. And I'm just like, Hey, let it go. It'll come when you're supposed to fucking get it type of thing. Totally. I always kind of felt that. Yeah. It's definitely like, that's what happens. Um, that Pluto energy, if you're coming in with that signature, is generally like which um, which energy, past lives and which energy, uh, Pluto retrograde often is persecution. Um, yeah, you just like, you just don't come in with that energy, especially in your first house without having some wounds. 
yep apparently i got those and you're here to heal them that's your signature but you came in with such a beautiful energy to do it like you have all this stuff going on in your 10th house in leo leo is that empowerment that confidence that light like that's why you are so excitable and um upbeat and like that energy comes from that leo and then your gemini sun like you came here with tools to do it in um a bit of a light-hearted fashion let's say and I, i'm the same yeah yeah because sometimes i feel like i have this thought in my head i'm like maybe i should like care more about this situation or like feel deeper but i was like no i don't i don't know what that it means at all but i'm just like yeah i feel compassionate for people and like i feel that but then i'm like okay let's keep going like yeah I, like, yeah i stay there there is a lightheartedness to it. And like, yeah. I think that's beautiful. It's like, you were like, okay, let's do this, but let's not do it <laughs> so in depth that like, we can't get through this. Right. Huh. You need a little bit of lightheartedness, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 We do. <laughs> well, I'll use a little laugh. So that's yeah. Literally oh, yeah. every day. Okay. So Vika, what what where how can people find you and work with you and like yes. say all the things and if you're offering anything special at the moment okay so you can find me on instagram at vika bradford v-i-k-a bradford um and then the instagram is probably the easiest way to find me and then like link me through there uh Currently, my offers yeah. include uh, natal chart readings, of course. We have fun doing that. Um, I also do my shamanic um, healing journeys. Yeah. And yeah, um, yeah and I've just off- started offering. I'm not opening up a lot of slots. I'm probably going to only open two slots to begin with for my one-to-one coaching. But yeah, we'll be working through your chart, your cosmic energy, your signatures, and like why you're feeling what you're feeling, your transits, everything that's going on with your chart and then the actual embodiment of how to feel better. Like how can you use this energy to like move through life with a little bit more ease? That's mm, all I'm here beautiful. to provide is a little ease. ease. Um, yeah. So Instagram's probably the best way. And- your Instagram is lit. Thanks. I hired a, I hired a person to help me. Stop. <laughs> I you did. I hate uh. Instagram. I hate it. <laughs> um, it just exhausts me. And yeah. even with my person, she's amazing. But, um, so she basically told me like how to change everything to make it more aesthetically pleasing. Um, what I need to be doing to kind of gain some traction, gain some people, um, she's fantastic. So that's been helping, but it's still exhausting. Instagram's a full-time job and then just like, don't have. Oh gosh. It. it is a full-time job. And especially this year too, I've gone oh off my it. God. I've gone, I've kind of took it some weeks off it. Yeah, I'm like, it's too much. It's too much. Too much. It's too much. And like, they've changed everything again. And the so algorithm. Like, yeah, oh, bro. God. Yeah. Like, as a, as a, when people are like, Instagram's a free platform, you shouldn't, um, complain. I'm like, it's not a free platform. They're using me as data. So let's get an energy exchange here. Instagram. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like you you're, if I'm the product, then give me a return. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Did you watch the social dilemma? I did. What a interesting, yeah. um, 
Oh, I love how you thing. say interesting because I'm wondering if you have the same feeling that I do about it. I'm sure like, I do. Yeah, I'm like, isn't it interesting that they're talking about the fake news and we mm-hmm. don't have a reality and we don't know what is what right now because of what's going on with all these people sharing the shit. But it's like, this has been going on for like 10 years. Why are you just putting it out now? Right. Because in now. that, that um, documentary clearly was made before all of this. Like, and yeah. Yeah, they're fucking shaking hands and shit and going, come on. Yeah. It's so funny because you watch the first half of it and you're like, yeah, totally. Respect. Like, it's a problem. It is a problem for our our smaller generations and they suck you in and you're like, you're like, okay, this is really, really good. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden it goes full left wing propaganda. Not that I'm either side, I am neither um, left nor right. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it goes full left swing of fake news, fake this, and begins the brainwash once again of um let's let's endorse censorship let's do it let's full-on do it and you know what my husband's hilarious he's like got a lot of pisces energy so he sees through things he doesn't even know he's like seeing through things and then he'll just be like i see he sees he knew all this shit was gonna happen that's happening right now five years ago he told me and I'm like, how can you know that? Shut the hell up. Like Trump's an idiot, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm like, how did you know? He told us to get guns five years ago. Like he's like, the shit's going to go down. I'm like, what? So he's watching Social Dilemma. First five minutes, he goes, guaranteed, this is going to be about censorship and getting them to get everyone on board. How do you see these things? So that movie was wild. Mm. Wild. Yeah, that's so funny. I had the same thought. I had the mm. same thought. But no one's like, no, no one's, when I said that, they're like, no, I'm like, what do you mean? No, like, this makes me more crazy. And I just, I'd honestly, I feel like I'm very open-minded and I always say both things. Cause you know how some people are like, you can't even talk to conspiracy theorists cause they believe so much in this, that, and they won't look at anything else. And I'm like, I just feel like it's so fucking obvious right in your face. How do you so not obvious. see it? I don't know. They do, they do a great job um, in that documentary of making it seem like it's for your benefit and that it's not about like they don't they almost like don't touch enough on the right that like you're you're like oh this is about censorship they they do it so tactfully yeah um and that's what they're good at they're so good at it so mm-hmm. they know what they're doing mm-hmm. they've been doing it for hundreds of years thousands of years <laughs> who knows yeah yeah they're like uh, yeah I don't, I don't, it just gets me fired me uh, too. Me too. Because even like, do you follow Danielle Page? You obviously I do. do. And I like, do. she's shadow banned. Like, she was oh on my, my story. She was on my stories like the first every day, week, every day. And then like, and then I'm like, where is Danielle? Like, did her account get deleted? And I, I know. I, her. Like, did she go on like hiatus? Yeah. No, I, I can't, like can't find her unless I search for her now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Robert F. Right. Kennedy's been shadow banned. Um, I'm sure JP Sears has been shadow banned, I think. Like, oh my God. This stuff, I'm not seeing any Robert F. Kennedy. And I saw all Robert F. Kennedy stuff for a while there. Like, he's amazing. And it's actually him. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's been studying um, vaccines and shit for 30 years. Um, and like mercury poisoning. And like, that's how he got into it. He is like, Mm-hmm. one of the most amazing people ever he's just fighting for people to uh wake up yeah wow yeah. oh yeah he probably knows so much if that's his family so much 
uh, I just cannot. Like, this world. I know. This planet, I just don't know if people don't see it. Anyways, okay, cool. We could go, I could literally talk to you for like <laughs> hours and hours and I want to be mindful of your time. <laughs> Vika, thank you so much. I cannot wait for you to be on here again and we can go even deeper, like Pluto people that we are. Yeah, go yes. into the depths. <laughs> yes, and have an amazing October, fellows. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Yes, have an amazing witch season. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, you're welcome. Anytime. Let's do this again. I'm in soon. Okay, namaste sis. Bye. How amazing is Vika? Isn't she such a gem? I love her so much. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I have a couple of announcements to share with you. For the month of October, tomorrow, I am doing a new moon ceremony online, virtual. Yes, you heard that right. So doing some manifestations and visualizations and just harnessing the power of the new moon energy. So if that is something that sounds like it's up your alley, please go to my Instagram, queen.namaste. You'll see the link in my bio for that virtual event. And while you are on the gram, you should definitely enter the giveaway that I have posted. And with the giveaway, I'm teaming up with a bunch of amazing queens to give you a crazy lit bundle, which includes a 60-minute Kashuk record reading from me, 60-minute natal chart reading from Vika, who you just heard, an astrology on fleet kit, a mala bracelet and oil, grounding crystal set, full moon guidance tarot reading, and handmade mala from all these beautiful queens so go ahead and enter the giveaway and good luck thank you for listening love you so much don't forget to rate review and subscribe to this podcast share it with a friend and i will see you next hump day happy happy wednesday